Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. As Jesse said, my name is Nicole. I'm one of the associate leaders here. You guys are a lot of fun. You realize, like, this church is a lot of fun. I mean, I know I'm a little biased, but, like, y'all are a lot of fun. You know how to worship. You know how to laugh. You know how to declare words over this city like nobody's business. I just love it. Y'all are amazing. Um, you know, each week we, we hear from other um, leaders and people visiting, um, and so it's a lot of fun that God brings people from other churches here, other leaders in the city and in Orange County, um, and I just heard about one this morning, so I want to honor them, Mountain View leadership and people are here. I want to just like give a little wave. They're like, don't call me out. Yeah. Mountain View is a, an incredible church in um, South County. They're actually located right next to one of my favorite coffee shops. So that helps Hidden House, which is what we uh, serve here on Sunday mornings. If you guys didn't know that, it's not Folgers that I originally bought. Jesse, <laughs> Jesse trumped that and he said, no, 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 we're going to have Hidden House. So drink the coffee. It's really good coffee. Um, but I'm just so honored that, that God brings lots of people from all over the city together and to hang out. Um, and as I was just worshiping, I just kept hearing him say, united by the blood, united by the blood. That the person next to you is actually your blood brother or your blood sister. That we're all united by the blood of Christ. And so that's pretty rad because there are a lot of families I put myself in. And I'm like, I'm really your daughter. We're united by the blood, you know? <laughs> But I was just super encouraged by that. Like, yeah, like it's not our church. It's not our city. It's not our little family, but actually we're part of God's family. We're all related to one another. And so if it weirds you out that we put our hands on each other's shoulders and we just love on one another and we're all on the prayer team, just get used to it because you're in the fam. We're all in the fam. We will be unapologetic about that because we just believe that we're united. So, hey, this week starts a new series. Can anybody tell me, just because I'm curious, I'm like, do they, do they hear what we say every week? Can anyone tell me what series we've been in? John. The pastor's wife, okay. You got it, you're good. <laughs> I'm glad the pastor's wife knows this is good. Um, so we've been in the book of John. It's been incredible. If you guys have missed any of those sermons, uh, one of my favorite things is just to listen to podcasts in my car on drives while I'm getting ready, working out and all that good stuff. So it's online, presenceoc.org. Um, yeah, we, we went through like 10 or 12 weeks through uh, the book of John on different chapters. And uh, we really feel like God is leading us into a new series that I get to launch us off in this morning. And I'm convinced that if we can pick up what it is, I'm going to tell you in a second, if we can pick it up and if we can run with it, we will change the world literally. So the series that we're launching today is on honor. Everyone say honor. Honor. If we can figure out, if we can partner with Papa on how to honor one another, on how to honor those in authority and leadership, the person right next to you. If we can figure out how to do that really, really well, I'm convinced, y'all, we will literally change the world because it's not normal. It's not. It might be in your life. I hope that it is. But for the world, it's not typical to honor someone that you disagree with. It's not typical to honor a president you don't agree with. 
That poked probably a little bit, so I wanted to sit there for a minute. It's not typical to honor your family member who's completely against your beliefs. So what would it look like? What would it look like if just y'all, I mean, there's probably, what, 300, 350 here maybe? I'm really bad at numbers. I was always bad at the guessing ball gum game. Anyways, (laughs) what would it look like if we all picked up what this meant to honor in Christ Jesus, other people, our family members, our friends, our neighbors, people that we don't know, people in the Starbucks line, what would happen? Because I'm convinced we'll change the world. That's what I'm convinced of. And so today, I'm just gonna skim the top of what this looks like to honor one another. And we're gonna have phenomenal messages. I've actually, I've heard Jesse speak on honor a few times. I think I've heard Chris speak on honor before. Y'all are in for an amazing, incredible, phenomenal, powerful ride. And if you're dating us, meaning you're checking us out, you're seeing what we're about, you're, you know, seeing how much fun we have with the Lord, watching him show up, just stay with us throughout this series. Can I just boldly ask you to stay with us throughout this series? Maybe you can't make it every Sunday. Listen to it on podcast because I really believe it's gonna be awesome. So right before I got up here, you know, you have all these ideas um, as I try to like sit with the Lord throughout the week and prepare for what he um, has put on my heart to share with you guys. And sometimes I feel like the Lord takes my brain right before I get up here and he goes like this. I'm like, wait, but I had that idea, but no, that's not happening. Okay, Father. So I'm just going to follow his lead on a lot of things this morning. Um, But I'm just, again, going to skim the top of the starting point of this series. So if you will, turn with me. We're going to read out of Romans. Get your Bibles out. Open your Bible app. I have it on here. I'm not a heathen. I have it right here. Romans 12, verse 9. So we're going to start. My version says this. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Everybody say honor. Honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Verse 14, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. Just a little background history. The book of Romans is actually a letter written by Paul to the church in Rome. And Paul has a lot of really awesome things to say. He wrote a lot of really great things. And so I take seriously the word of God, but I take seriously Paul's words. And I feel like as he was writing this, scholars say he really wanted to visit the church in Rome while he was writing this, but he needed to get this message to them as fast as he possibly could says that if you are a Christian, then honor should follow you. If you are a Christian, then these things should follow you. 
that you would hold fast to what is good, that you would love one another with mutual affection, that you would outdo one another in showing honor. Outdo one another in showing honor. And I believe that when we honor Christ as God and we honor ourselves, we're able to then honor others a little bit easier. And I'm gonna unpack that a little bit. But I believe it does start with Christ. Because see, I believe honor and love are deeply, deeply intertwined. Honor and love are intertwined in this really rad way. I did this, uh, amen. Yes, I love amens. Come on, y'all. Talk to me while I'm up here, you know? Amen. I love um, just kind of like doing root, root studies on words in scripture and what they mean and just like the awesomeness that comes behind it. And so I did a little root word study on honor and I wanted to share what it said. It says, this specific word here in verse 10 is the granting of honor to others, which is marked essential as a believer. It's marked essential as a believer. Paul thinks this is a big deal. And so I was like, oh, cool. Well, where else is honor in scripture? Where else is this term honor used? And what does it mean? And who was it spoken to? And what was it for? And I found that it's used for five people groups. And I think this is super important. So I want to share this. Sorry for my nerdiness for a second. But it's specific for five people groups. The first is the believer is to honor God. Yeah. Second. The believer is to honor those in positions of earthly authority, such as governing authorities. Now, I'm not standing up here as a political whatever. We, we should honor whomever, Democrat, Republican, whomever is in office. But this is what scripture says. So don't get mad at me, get mad at Paul. The third people group are our parents. That as a believer, honor should follow you in your relationship with your parents. Moms and dads out there, I honor you. <laughs> I have learned so much in the past year. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love my mama. I love my dad. I'm gonna tell them every day. They've sacrificed so much. They've done so much. When you walk through it, you, you begin to honor people. You're like, oh yeah, now I know what that means. Oh yeah, now I know. The fourth area is fellow believers. And the fifth is widows. So the believers honor God, those in positions of earthly authority, parents, fellow believers, and widows. So it's interesting to me that scripture says that this is an essential that should follow the believer. That once you are in Christ Jesus, once you claim to know Jesus, that honor should follow you for all people, but specifically for these five people groups. But I think if we don't know how to honor ourselves. And this is a message that's not, not preached often. If we don't know how to honor ourselves and who Christ has created us to be and who he says that we are, it's gonna be difficult to honor others. It's gonna be that much harder. So I had a really fun um, dream last night. I don't sleep a lot these days. Um, so I wake up and talk to Jesus a lot, but he actually let me sleep quite a bit last night. Um, and I had a dream, and I woke up at 6.30, and I text Raya, who's our amazing um, intern. I don't know where she is. We love you, Raya. But I text her, and I said, hey, I had this dream. Can you go buy me balloons? Because, yay, come on, Lord. 
<laughs> um, so I had a dream of gold and white balloons in here because I'm going to be talking about what honor looks like in celebration. And so I saw these balloons in the mansion and I was like, huh, okay, Lord, I didn't plan on having an illustration of balloons. I don't even know what I would do with balloons, but they're fun. I guess they represent celebration. Sure, we can use that. So I text Ray, hey, can you buy some balloons this morning? I walk in and there are balloons up here. Now, Rhea bought the yellow ones, but the gold and the silver ones were here. And those are the exact color, everything that I saw in the dream. And so maybe I'll know by the end of the sermon. I don't know why, um, but I just wanted to share that with you guys because God's fun. But today I want to talk about what it looks like to honor one another in celebration. And I believe that honoring in celebration starts at the cross. See, when I look at the cross, I see life, not death. When I look at the cross, I see sins washed away. When I look at the cross, I see God preferring us over his son. When I look at the cross, I see honor and celebration. So if you're not a believer this morning, let's talk afterwards. I want to unpack that for you a little bit of what it looks like to know Jesus Christ and to have honor and celebration when we look at the cross. But I believe that it begins there. I believe honor and celebration and honoring one another and honoring ourselves starts at the cross, which is why I believe Paul says it should be an essential for the believer because we know what the cross represents. So what does it look like to celebrate ourselves? Now, just when I said that, all of you introverts, people that don't like to be celebrated, don't like surprise parties, don't you dare throw me a surprise party, don't you dare talk about me up front, y'all just went, oh, <laughs> I know it. But the type of celebration in honor of ourselves that I'm presenting to you this morning is that of a son or a daughter. It is celebration in what Christ has done in and through us, what he is doing in and through us as a son or as a daughter. See, if we walk around going, well, I'm just Sally O'Jean, just serving unto the Lord. Don't talk about me. Don't, it's not about me. It's about you, not me and Jesus. If we walk around with that type of attitude, then, then what we're really doing is we're saying Christ in me isn't a big deal. When we can't celebrate ourselves, when we can't celebrate where God has taken us, what he is doing, then we actually minimize the celebration of who Christ is inside of us. Now, don't hear me wrong this morning. I do not mean that you need to leave here and you need to love parties and you need to love birthdays and you need to love holidays. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am encouraging y'all with this morning is to celebrate yourself in honor of what God has done honor of the cross, and honor of ourselves, because yes. Christ is in you, and I believe it'll be easier to honor other people and to see Christ in others when you can see it in yourself. To look at someone and go, you're really agitating me, in your mind, you're not saying this out loud, you're really <laughs> agitating me right now, but you're a son, or you're a daughter, I'm just going to love you with the heart of the Father. I may not agree with what you're doing. I may not agree with what you're saying, but you're still a son or you're still a daughter of the king. You're, you're royalty. And we're united with the blood of Christ. And so you're my sibling, so we better figure this out. 
Yeah. I was reading that because um, I was thinking it just about like self-talk when I was thinking about celebrating ourselves and um, like, okay, what, I was asking the Father, okay, God, why, why do we get down on ourselves? Why do we try to minimize us? Why do we not put uh, our celebration of what you've done out there for people to see or to know or to just celebrate with other people? And I was reading this article. I think it was done by Harvard or Yale or somewhere really smart. Um, they were saying that we have 50,000, we say 50,000 words a day in our head, internal talk, 50,000. And we spend at least three hours of those words talking negatively about ourselves. Isn't that crazy? It's horrible. I thought not the people of Presence OC, but probably for the world that that might be true. But that internal negative talk consists of hours for the average human being. And as a believer, and I've I've heard this. Um, a lot, but, but as a believer, talking negatively about your brother, talking negatively about your sister, talking negatively about yourself is talking negatively about Christ. And, and I just had this picture of us putting this lens on, like these new glasses. Haha, <laughs> Rhea, she got really cool glasses. If you guys haven't met her, you got to meet her. Her glasses are from like the 1950s, I don't know. Anyways, I just saw us putting on these new glasses, these new lenses of sonship, and of looking at people differently, looking at our family members differently, as Christ in them, as a son, as a daughter. And looking at ourselves differently, if we're honest. And now I bet when you guys leave here today, you'll probably start to go, oh, I just said something bad about myself. You'll like start to recognize it. So I hope to call that out and I hope that you start to cut that out of your internal 50,000 word talk. But in order to honor others, in order to truly love people, we gotta have a little bit of love and honor to ourselves. Because it starts at the cross and then it goes to us and then we're able to honor other people. And so when we don't celebrate ourselves in honor, when we don't celebrate today, what, what has God done today? When we wake up in the morning, we just think about the negative things or the things that we have to do or the things that have happened in the past or our, our struggles that we're going through, our valleys that we're going through, and we don't recognize Jesus is in it with us and he's doing something amazing to get us out of that, we don't honor who he is. Is that making sense to y'all? I'm loving like the confetti feathers flowing. Thank you, Jesus. He's a lot of fun, you guys. You know, yeah, celebration. You guys know that heaven is just one big massive party, right? There's a lot of singing. There's a lot of angels. There's a lot of partying. I mean, this is, this is real. This is in scripture. All the weddings, all the feasts, all the uh, extravagant parties that would go days in scripture actually was a representation of heaven. I'm not making that up, I'm, I'm serious. So if we don't like a little bit of celebration, we better fix that, because heaven won't be very fun for you. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It'll be fun. Even if you don't like parties, it'll be fun. So on the, on the um, gold balloons, I just wrote, I, didn't, I was like, Jesus, what do you wanna do with those? I just wrote Jesus on one of them, us on the other and others on the third gold one. I don't know, maybe you wanna take a balloon at the end, maybe that means something to you. Maybe you need to feel a little bit honored and celebrated, I'll, I'll come and honor you if you take a balloon. 
but it starts at the cross. I'm repeating myself on purpose so that we get this, because I really want us to get this this morning. It starts at the cross, it goes to us, and then to others. I want to jump back into what we read earlier. I'm going to read a different version than what I read. The NIV version says this. It says, honor one another above yourselves. It's not about thinking less of yourself. It's about preferring others over yourself. Have you ever been in a meeting or uh, with a group of people that just preferred you over themselves? Maybe they were just as good at it. Maybe they were just as talented, just as anointed, just as fill in the blank as you, but they preferred you over themselves. It does something in you. There's like a level of honor and celebration that it just does something to you. The first person I get to brag on my husband, the first person I ever saw do this was actually my husband. One of the most confident men I know. He doesn't think less of himself, but he prefers other people all the time. I just want to prefer you guys over me. I want to prefer my team over me because I know that it does something in honoring them in saying, I see you. I love you. You're just as good. You know, if you, side note, if you, if you see something that you want to improve in somebody, you just start declaring that that's, what, that's who they are. Um, so, so like if, if someone's really impatient in your family, it's like, oh, just love how patient you are with me. I'm serious. I just love how patient you are. It helps me a lot. I just love how patient you were in that situation. I'm telling y'all, it works. It's not manipulation. It's not manipulation. <laughs> Verse 10, love one another with mutual affection. Now, this is crazy. I was like totally getting blasted by the Father's love when I read this because nowhere else in the New Testament is this, this phrase, love one another with mutual affection used. Love one another with mutual affection. Okay, God, what does that mean? Nowhere else in scripture is this used except for right here. And it denotes this tender love that a parent would have with their child. So I want y'all to think about that for a second, especially if you're a parent in the house this morning, that we are to love one another with mutual affection as if they are that related to us. So now I want you to think of the homeless person that, that you see on the side of the street. Now I want you to think of the neighbor next door. Scripture says that as a believer, we are to love when there is no my family unit. I've, I, I, yeah, I won't go there. There is no my family unit. It's the family. Because we are to love one another with a mutual affection as if they are our son or our daughter, our mom or our dad. Amen. That just, I mean, maybe I'm just like super emotional these days with, with a newborn, but I was just like, oh Lord, I'm so sorry for every person I've passed up, or I'm so sorry for not inviting all the neighborhood over, you know, and I was like, okay, I don't need to do that. God help me a little bit. But I just thought it was so, just like this deep thought of just like, wow, God, like you created us for community. You created us in community. You created us to be around other believers and other people as sons and daughters, that we would love one another with a mutual affection, not favoring anybody. It was just, it was crazy to me when I read that. I was like, wow, God, thank you. 
last week, Jesse hit on the house-to-house theme and, and Acts 2 and I've heard a lot of people preach on Acts 2. I mean, obviously very powerful coming of the Holy Spirit chapter. But I wanted to read to you guys the very end of Acts 2, of chapter 2. It says, day by day, they spent as much time together. They broke bread at home, praised God, and had the goodwill of all people. That's why they were powerful. That's why scripture says, and day by day, the Lord added to their numbers. There wasn't a need in the community. They honored one another. They celebrated one another. They broke bread with one another. They loved one another with a mutual affection that the Holy Spirit fell and God added to their numbers day by day. I want God to add to our numbers, to the kingdom's numbers I want every church in Orange County to have to build on to their building or move to a bigger building because day by day, God is adding more and more people to their congregations. Yeah, come on. Because we just love one another with mutual affection. What if we were known? What if we just started this movement in Orange County? Those people just like love us really well. Just like the, the story Jesse was sharing with the protesters. It could have been easy to just put a nose up, maybe say, hey, why are they protesting my freaking In-N-Out truck? It's amazing, and moved on. <laughs> but they must have caught on to loving one another with a mutual affection. They must have caught on to what it looks like to honor one another as a daughter and as a son, even if they don't know that's who they are. So. When we carry the heart of the Father, we actually get to reveal to people who they are in Christ Jesus. You've all been commissioned to do that. You get to reveal who people are in Christ Jesus by just loving them and telling them. I know there's a lot of people here this morning. I've I've heard a lot of people say, I just want to change the world. I just want to change the world. Chris Chris told us that when when we first started meeting almost a year ago. He said, I just want to change the world. And when you think of like, change the entire world. Like, where do you, I'm like the strategic person. Where do we start? And what's the five point to get there? And what road? Like, you just can't go down that road. It starts with honor. Starts with loving one another. Starts with loving your annoying neighbor. It starts with loving your spouse when you, you just aren't agreeing. Man, what would honor look like around our Thanksgiving tables and our Christmas tables and in our living rooms with our kids? What would honor look like? If we just celebrated those in and around us, because we celebrate the cross, because we celebrate who Christ is. Is this making sense to y'all? This honor and celebration, it creates connection. That's one of the really great things that honor does. It creates connection with one another. You want to get to the heart of someone, just honor them. You want to make someone feel known and loved, just honor them. You want to become friends with someone, just honor them. Just honor them. Just love them. Just be with them. Learn from them. You know, I I heard someone say once um, that the currency of honor was upgrades. (laughs) The currency of honor is upgrades. 
And I got to thinking about that. And I was like, that's really good. Because if you, if there's someone in the room, you're like, I just want to get around that person. I just want to learn from them. Just go honor them. You want to be mentored by someone? We got a lot of great home groups. You can do that. You want to be mentored by someone? You want to, you want to be as funny as Jesse is? Just come honor him. (laughs) But in all seriousness, honor is the currency of upgrades. You need an upgrade in your life of what it looks like to be a good dad, to be a good mom, to be a good daughter, to be a good son, to be a good business worker. You get around people who are doing it really well and you honor them, believer or not believer. You want to start a business, find a, find a person that started a business and honor them. Yeah, it's really good. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. That's where discipleship starts. It's not a one, two, three, get you done, now you're discipled, go on and disciple someone else. Just get around people and honor them. Just get around people and love them. Just tell them, I'll celebrate you any day of the week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I'll celebrate you. Because I love you. Because Christ is in you. Because I celebrate the cross. Because I celebrate what God has done in my life. So I just want to honor you. And if you're the type of person that's like, well, I don't like to get a lot of recognition. Hey, totally fine, I got a secret. What you do is you take that, you say thank you. You don't say, oh no, you say thank you, and then you go get with the Father and you give it back to him. If you feel like it's not yours, just go get with dad. Yo, dad, these people celebrated me, they honored me today, and thank you, God, for doing this in me, but Father, it's yours, so I'm going to just give it right back to you. So for those of you that don't like to be celebrated, just remember you get to give it to dad at the end of the day, yeah? I truly do believe that if we can pick this up, if we can run with it, if we can understand it, if we can grasp it, if we can teach it, I really believe, you guys, that we will transform the city and then the world. I really, really, really do. Think about the amount of people that, that you're just around daily at your workplace, in your home, your families. If we just honored one another, no matter other people's beliefs, no matter other people's positions, no, just, if we just honored them, because that's what Christ does, and that's the nature of God, and we carry the nature of God, so that's what we're going to do. I believe that we could transform our homes and our families. I really do. The other thing about honoring people is if we can see that God has taken someone and done something incredible with their life, that only encourages us that he's got more for us. See, what the enemy will try to do is the enemy will try and plant a seed of jealousy in your heart that they're doing this, and God put this on your heart a long time ago, and you're obviously not good enough because they're doing it, and they're running with it, and theirs is bigger and better, and blah, blah, blah. If you partner with that lie, instead of honoring them, then there won't be an upgrade. Does that make sense? I mean, Instagram, Facebook, social media, everybody's doing something rad. I'm like, I want to pick up knitting. I want to pick up baking. I want to pick up making my laundry detergent. I'm like, I can't pick all these things up, but everybody's so good at everything, you know? But if we look at them, it's like, whoa, God, I can't believe you're doing that in their life. Oh my, that's incredible. Praise you, Father. I celebrate you, God, and what you've done in their life. 
I'm so excited for what you're going to do with my life. Man, let's partner with celebration and honor and not jealousy. Because we get to reveal the heart of the Father in our thoughts, in our words, in our actions. And don't just say you honor someone. I hear that all the time. I just honor you. Awesome. What does that mean? What do you... But show it with your actions. Honor one another with your actions. Don't say one thing and then do another. Honor one another in our actions. I'm almost done here. I wrote here Matthew 6. It's a party in heaven. Heaven is a constant celebration of honor. I want to partner with that. But I already shared that, so there you go. What would it look like, you guys? What would it look, let's dream together of what it would look like to honor people in our lives and to honor ourselves. And I hope that all of this seems really repetitive to you because you're probably only gonna remember 15% of what I said and so I hope it's just the honor, honor the cross, honor ourselves, honor others. That's all I want y'all to get this morning. Say it again. Oh, I will, don't worry, brother. It'll come out again. But I, I, I want us to, to just walk with this passionate love for people. I want to get on Facebook and I just want to be overwhelmed by the amount of positive comments I see. Amen. We don't have to agree to honor one another. You know that? You don't have to agree. Although in Acts it does say they had all things in common. I'm not saying you have to pick up or lay down a certain belief system, but what I am saying is as a believer, honor should follow you. You should look differently. And it could start with honor. And it's really easy to just love and honor one another in celebration, to just celebrate those people in your life that maybe you're not as close to. Throw them a party. I'll help you. Come find me. And I felt like this morning, and I'll end here, I felt like this morning that there was just this, this thing that came up in me that, wow, there's probably people that haven't been honored themselves. You're going to tell them to honor people, and they haven't been honored. Maybe they've just been spit on. Maybe they've just been praying for their family for 20 years, and their family has just dishonored them and dishonored them and dishonored them, and they're tired. Maybe there's someone that's been in, you know, the workplace and they feel like they, they work as hard as they can and there's no honor given. And so to you, to those people, I want to say that Christ honors you. He honors you. He honored you. God preferred us. That's a hard thing to say as a parent. God preferred us over his son and sent his son to the cross to celebrate and honor you. That's a heavy one right there, that you were preferred. And so I'm gonna actually have the prayer team come on up right now. If you need prayer for anything this morning, I want you to come forward. Maybe it's just how do I honor my spouse? How do I honor my family member? How do I, how do I do this? I just need prayer. I need guidance by Holy Spirit. They're awesome. If there's people around you that you know, have them pray for you also. I just want to close us out in prayer. Father, I just thank you, God. 
Yeah, Lord, I just thank you for all that you've done for us, Father, that you just shower blessings and honor and love and celebration over our lives, God, that we are a walking celebration of who you are, Father. God, I just thank you for each person in this room, Lord, that they would know that they are significant to your kingdom. Father, right now, I just pray against any insignificant feeling that they might be having. Lord, would you just guide us and show us how to honor one another, how to love one another as we represent you, as we carry you with us. So God, I just pray covering and blessing over each person in this room, Lord. And I thank you for the cross. I thank you for honoring us, for loving us. Yeah, God, would you just teach us how to do that well? In Jesus' name, amen. amen. The last thing I just wanted to say is we're going to have our meet and greet right over here. They're going to stand underneath those poster boards. Um, and we have food. Um, so come on over there after you get prayer, after you hang out with some people. We're probably going to turn the house mu music on and and like gear our attention that way. And I'll say this last thing. If y'all are looking for a community of people to teach you what honor looks like, find a home group. If you're looking to see what it means to celebrate one another in God's family, find a home group. We have six of them right now, five new ones. They'll be underneath those posters. So go over there, meet them. We have sandwiches and drinks in the back at the bar. Grab a sandwich, hang out, meet someone new. Okay. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.